0: Welcome
1: to The Cruise Biz, a series of exclusive podcasts brought to you by Stuart Pearl and Philip Ordiva of The Cruise Strategy Company, dedicated to supporting UK travel agents sell more cruise. Today, we are listening into a conversation from their home offices between the renowned and award-winning travel writer Janine Williamson and Scott Anderson, legendary in the UK cruise agency community, chatting about his 20 years of success in cruise sales and marketing.
0: You've had a very long and successful career in cruise, both at sea and ashore. But before we chat about how the cruise bug hooked you and became such a major part of your life, let's go back to the very beginning. As I understand it originally, you ended up at sea more by chance.
1: Uh, yeah, that's right. So um, way back when I was 19, I started my, uh, my cruise career as a cruise ship photographer. Um, it wasn't really uh, the plan at that time. I was a wedding photographer for about a year. And then uh, I popped up to London and got Mm -hmm. a magazine called the British Journal of Photography. And in the back there, there was an advert for a very small advert saying wanted cruise ship photographers. I kind of thought, well, you know, that sounds good. Travel, see the world. Um, Sent off my uh, CV and uh, my portfolio uh, of wedding pictures. Mm -hmm. Um, And i had an interview. And then about three weeks later... I was flying out to St. Juan in the Caribbean to join my first <laughs> ship, which was a MV Azure for Chandris Cruises. If uh, anyone remembers that far <laughs> back, um, you know, an old converted ferry. But uh, yes, I did seven months on there, and that's what uh, that's what started me off.
0: Gosh, I mean, that, well, I can imagine it must have been quite a lot of fun. I mean, where did it actually take you as a photographer? just around that region?
1: Oh, uh, yes, yeah, so we did So that we did the Caribbean season um, all around in and out of Barbados and San Juan, um, and then a transatlantic crossing, which was quite interesting because that ship's flat bottomed. So it did, uh, it did walk around a little bit. The rather yeah. green
0: people in your photographs, possibly.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had to adjust the colour balance on those ones. And then across to the Mediterranean, uh, and then I did a couple of other ships as photographer. So, I mean, it's uh, the Med, I went, I went to see Egypt and Bethlehem when I was just sort of 19. So, Scandinavia, South America, um, and then all around Asia as well as a photographer. Um, then I changed career and went to the gift shops uh, in and out of sort of Port Canaveral in Florida. So, much more Caribbean based. So, uh, yeah, a lot of opportunity to travel and, and see a lot of the ports and places in the world.
0: Oh, that sounds like a real fun way to start. So then I understand that your next career move took you back to dry land. Was as a cruise club team leader for Air Miles? I think that was in about 1998. So how did you get that job, Scott?
1: Yeah, so um, I ended my, my cruise career. I did about seven seven years. And then I thought, oh, you well, know, it's time to get off. Otherwise, I would just stay on forever. Um, and <laughs> some people that had been on for like 10 years or more couldn't really go back to land. So I thought, OK, now leave it whilst I'm still enjoying it. Um, yeah, and then there was, I came back home, and saw an advert uh, for uh, Air Miles, um, just helping uh, Air Miles collectors, you know, get, book their flights. Um, so I started there, and then they start, they launched their cruise club, and I uh, got uh, promoted to the cruise club team leader, managing a team of about eight different people um, selling cruises to to the Air Miles collectors. Gosh,
0: so how long were you there? A Few
1: years? Or uh, that was a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, and then unfortunately got made redundant. Um, and then I wrote to a company in Hurst Point called the Cruise Line um, and they took me on uh, there as reservations um, and then I got promoted again to res manager and then started doing marketing and internet based uh, stuff and ended up being sort of product and marketing manager there.
0: Well, so you did a lot very early on and um, and I think in 19, no, 2007 you were approached by Wexers um, and at the time they didn't specialise in cruise but they wanted to expand their offering and set up a new cruise division. So tell us more about that, Scott, and, and why they decided to focus on cruise at that time.
1: Yeah, so um, yeah, So I, I was that's right. I was headhunted uh, by their MD at the time. Um, and like I said, they, they were uh, a, a tailor-made sort of travel company, but very membership-based at that time. Um, their website was on lockdown, um, and they were only dabbling in a little bit of cruise. Um, and their MD saw, it, saw cruise as a great opportunity for them uh, and an ideal fit for their sort of client database. So it brought me on to increase the business with, with Wexus and also to launch a new standalone travel brand for them uh, called White Star Cruises, as it was mm-hmm. at the time, which became the luxury cruise company. So it was a, it was a, a two-pronged cruise attack, if you will, mm-hmm. to uh, promote cruise mm-hmm. to their existing uh, membership and then to start uh, a new brand, just focusing purely on luxury uh, luxury river and uh, expeditions.
0: Okay, so tell us a little bit more about how that works, you know, when you're focusing on a, on, on a niche product and, you know, how agents get to know their product better when they're working on, on a scheme like this.
1: Um, yes, I mean, it's, it's, it's training. Uh, product knowledge uh, is really, really good. Um, and also, uh, you know, find out what suits your business best. Um, for the Wexas brand, they, those, their clients were... Uh, sort of well-traveled, a little bit more sort of upmarket. Um, so we focused on sort of five and six-star uh, luxury luxury lines. Mm-hmm. And again, for the luxury cruise company, uh, it was just sort of top-end, uh, Silver City region, Oceania, mm-hmm. top, top brands like that and the top river cruise lines. Um, and then, you know, we employed agents that uh, would know about those brands or, and we also did a lot of um, training, online training and, and in-house training as well to get all the stuff up to speed.
0: Mm-hmm. So, for, I mean, we're probably talking to agents that have never sold cruise before. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, how lucrative it is to sell cruises, you know, compared with with other types of products.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of cruises are uh, high ticket value. Um, and also, they're, they're very straightforward to the book. A lot of agents might feel a bit hesitant about booking a cruise. Mm-hmm. Uh, they may feel it's very involved and a bit complicated, uh, but with a lot of... Um, agents, um, sorry, Cruise Line's own web systems, it's very, very easy to book online um, the whole whole package. And a lot of Cruise Lines will also offer the flights, overseas transfers, uh, pre-cruise hotels, Plus the cruise as well, so it's it's quite straightforward to book uh, nowadays. Um, and if you're not sure of the online systems, then they're just a phone call away, and all the cruise lines um, reservation stuff are really really helpful and will talk you through the process uh, if you've got questions or if your clients have questions that perhaps you can't answer. Um, plus the commissions are very good. Um, you get them. yeah, you get commission on. <laughs> You get commissions on pretty much every element. Um, some cruise lines will even give you commission on uh, tours that your clients might book before travelling. Even if they want to add on board credit, sometimes you can get commission on that as well. So it's uh, it, you know it's a it's a it's a good booking to have. Um, plus the clients are very satisfied. As long as you put the right client on the right mm-hmm. ship, uh, the clients you know it's usually about a 90% satisfaction rate. Um, so. So they'll book again, and they'll appreciate your time and effort in getting them on the right ship.
0: Okay. So I mean, for agents that have, you know, maybe only dealt with land bookings, I mean, would you say is there a big difference between cruise and land?
1: Not so in in terms of uh, the booking, the booking process. Um, but obviously, if, as a holiday, you get to see so many places at once. You only have to unpack. Uh, you only have to unpack once, then have to repack and transfer and repack and move from hotel to hotel. So, um, you know, I think that, uh, that for clients going on a, on a cruise versus a land. Um, personally, I just think it's a no brainer. It's a, it's, it's, it's a win win situation, really.
0: And what about the basic principles of marketing and selling cruises? I mean, is that different to other products that agents might already be selling or, you know, if they're already selling other products? Have they already got the skills to start selling cruises?
1: Um, now, there's no real difference uh, in in marketing if you're already promoting holidays, land-based holidays to your to your guests or your clients. Um, you know, it's quite straightforward to uh, to add in uh, add in the cruise as well. I mean, the the benefit of a cruise of having different destinations within one holiday is you can promote much more visual content. Uh, to your to your clients in your marketing um, and you know, the law of seeing five or six different countries uh, in one in one holiday uh, will certainly benefit in marketing and plus all the uh, the inclusions and the added value and the value for money uh, you know this is it's quite straightforward to market.
0: Okay, so, and so now you we've just mentioned destinations, Scott, for clients. So I mean, on a personal basis, why do you love cruises? Is it to travel and see the world, or is it about particular ships and styles of cruising or is it a mixture
1: of all of them? Yeah, it is, it is a mixture of all of them. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's, like, it's like I said, it's, it's seeing multiple destinations in one holiday. Um, there's no one packing or living out of a suitcase, uh, which, you, you, which you can get on a land-based holiday. Um, it's the value for money, it's the, it's the quality of service, uh, the quality of food, the, um, the, the hardware as well. The ships themselves are, are really amazing uh, these days um and also it's traveling with you know with Mm like-minded people you know you're you're traveling with you're traveling with uh similar people to yourselves and then you do make some really good friends i mean i always come back with a handful of new facebook friends whenever i've uh whenever i've been on a cruise because you're all pardon the pun in the same boat but you know and you're all experiencing those those new destinations together so you have a lot of shared experiences to to dwell on later on and then you know when you get home you can share tips and and where you're going next and and everything Mm -hmm. but uh and it's 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 the it's the feeling you get on board it's it's quite hard to explain until you've really sort of done it it's that it's that feeling of being a, a part of the cruise family on board and 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 just just making new friends and having time to see new places, but also to relax and enjoy the, the, the cuisine and the, the facilities and the entertainment and the, the pool and the, and the drinks, of course.
0: <laughs> yeah, very important. Well, I mean, you just said, I mean, from my very, very first cruise I did for work was a river cruise. And I mean, I'm still friends with some of the people I met there, you know, so they are, you know, it's such a friendly environment. What about your favourite destinations, places you've been to? Uh, I know it's I really do,
1: hard, I know, you probably, I know you probably can't pick one but... Um, I do like Asia, um, I, I, I really do, like, I mean having sailed out there when I worked at sea I kind of fell in love with that destination and the people and the culture and the food so I do like, I do like to go back there. Um, you know, in the islands of Indonesia, I've been to Papua New Guinea uh, recently uh, which, was, which was incredible um, and also you know you're, you're going to places that you wouldn't really be able to get to mm-hmm. by land you know, like the uh, the islands of Indonesia, or even Papua. New Guinea, there's no infrastructure there. You're not going to be able to 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 see that. And some of the islands of, of Thailand. You know, just doing it on a cruise just makes it so much so much easier uh, than you know if you're flying from flying from island to island. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I, I would say probably probably Asia for its diverse cultures. You know, the mm-hmm. cities, the wildlife, um, the people, and the food. Definitely. That
0: sounds fantastic. In fact, now I've put two and two together because of when earlier you were talking about being a ship's photographer, which I didn't know at one time. And of course I still remember that a fantastic picture you took of a tiger <laughs> of other river. Oh that's tank. right,
1: yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, in India. Thank Where you. Where was yeah. that?
0: In yeah, in India.
1: Uh, that was on the Brahmaputra River. Uh, up in northeast India. So again, it's it's a part of India that not many people go to. They mm. tend to do the Golden Triangle. Um, so this is off the beaten track and uh, it was on a, on a riverboat. Uh, so again, you know, these, these places you won't be able to get to by land. And we visited places um, where they'd never even seen tourists before. You know, we were like the first people, uh, the first tourists that they encountered. And the, the people were so friendly and lovely. Um, so it's another great another great part of the world for, for culture uh, and food and untouched tourism
0: and i think it really shows the huge variety of cruises that people can go on because possibly you know both customers and agents the first type of cruise you might think of is a very big ocean cruise but of course there are these very intimate river ships too so I you know that really does increase the amount of sales opportunities for agents
1: oh yeah absolutely yeah i mean like i said there's a, there's a cruise or a cruise type for every every client whether you've got a an upmarket uh client who likes uh, luxury hotels there's similar ships for that or if you've got more of a backpacker expeditiony type uh, adventure client then there's their ships for that as well um so there is yeah there, there is there's there's a ship for everybody definitely but it's it's putting the right client on the right ship and if you do that then they'll come back time and time again
0: and just going back to you know when you you joined wexus i mean i imagine starting a river cruise division from scratch is a pretty tough thing to do I mean, does it require a big budget to build a database and go to the market? Because I'm sure agents would be interested to hear about that.
1: Uh, yeah, to start from scratch, um, you know, it's it's uh, it's I get a, get a good website up and running, um, but you don't have to be all things toward people. So you don't need huge, huge budgets. You know, you can. Find your niche and focus on that, whether it's family cruising or expedition, ex-UK or, or rivers. Um, and we can do with, you know, you can start off with you know, some pay-per-click um, ad, uh, adverts, get, get some blog content up on your website, mm-hmm. um, start sharing mm-hmm. it on social media, and you can start building up a, an organic database uh, like that. Um, you can also do... Um, database swaps uh, with other people or you can buy in some data um, as long as it's sort of new gdpr sort of compliant mm-hmm. um, so there are there are other ways of doing that and also just word of mouth um, you know once you start getting a couple of bookings under your belt just referral business will come in if you you know if you've done your job properly mm-hmm. um, and you've done your research and your clients are happy then a referral business will start coming in like that. So you don't you don't need big budgets uh, to start off. But if you sort of grow grow organically and slowly, then uh, you know that's 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 a good that's a good idea.
0: Well, that's that's a really good tips there, Scott. I mean, because I was going to ask about budget. I mean, you know, is there any marketing contribution from cruise lines, or you know, are there ways that what are the ways that cruise lines can help agents gain knowledge and become more confident in selling cruises? I mean, you know, fan trips, ship visits, things like that.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, uh, the cruise lines will help out, uh, help you with like uh, client events or, or client ship visits. Um, so if you want to host host an afternoon tea or just, uh, you know, a, a, a talk and a presentation, the cruise lines will help you with that budgetary wise. Um, and then for agents as well, you know, there, there's fan trips, there's mm-hmm. online training. Um, there's overnight stays or even if it's just a trip down down to Dover or Southampton and those are invaluable really for you to get uh, to get knowledge and to get to know the ship and if you're speaking to a client and you can actually say well yeah I've been on that ship you know I know exactly what it's like uh, then your clients will think well but you know, you know what you're talking about um, and it's, it's, it's a lot easier to convert that booking. Well
0: that's really interesting so I mean I guess you've done a lot of obviously a lot of ship visits and fan trips yourself
1: Oh yes, yeah, quite a few. Yeah,
0: memorable ones, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, Scott, you you know you've obviously been incredibly successful in in, in building a cruise business. Um, you know, what would your message be to agents that we're speaking to who aren't selling cruise at the moment, but now hopefully we've whetted their appetite, want to diversify to improve their bottom line? Uh,
1: I would say, you know definitely go for it. Um, you're going to have clients on your database already. That probably do cruise, and I've I've, you know, I've heard it time and time again. Where you know um, you're talking to a client just casually, and they will tell you they've booked a cruise, and you're like, well, why didn't you book it with me? And they say, well, I didn't think I could book cruise with you. didn't 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 know you did cruise. So you know they'll end up booking it either with a competitor or direct. So um, you know definitely definitely move into that cruise market. You're going to have clients on your database that either cruise already. Or our potential potential cruisers so it's, it's definitely a good, uh, a, good, a good line of the travel industry to get into
0: yeah, and, and I'm guessing as you said you know you've already got the clients there and then possibly focus on the niche that you know suits your database you know so if you've got city break clients they're probably going to like really port intensive cultural cruises, uh, more adventurous clients you know maybe who go on walking holidays and things like that then could possibly go on the trips you, you mentioned like the um, river trips you know and really get, match them to the cruise or destination
1: yeah absolutely yeah I mean um, obviously the agents will know their clients best and if you're if you've got a lot of family markets uh then you know perhaps you want to dive into the uh, the family-based cruise lines I mean there's some incredible family ships out there now uh with the facilities um and the safety aspect you know I think a, a family cruise for me I think is a lot safer than than a land-based cruise just so the uh all of the uh, security uh, protocols um, that, that take place and the kids clubs are brilliant as well mm-hmm. but yeah definitely definitely specialize like if you've got lot of coaching holidays they will probably like uh, river cruise. Um but yes but but specialize find a niche and then and then specialize specialize in that get yourself sort of gend up on all the training and the different types of ships and destinations that are out there for that spare specialized category and then become an expert in that okay. so
0: I mean from what you you said now Scott so really the message is getting into cruise doesn't have to cost you more money, um, you know, because you know, possibly you could transfer, you know, some of your budget to look at cruise. You know, you're not going to have to spend a lot more on advertising and things like that and marketing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, if, if uh, your clients, you know, if you're, if you're an agent, and you're doing a shot, then start adding a couple of uh, one or two particular cruises. On it, which you can easily just add on, or if you print a brochure or a newsletter, you can easily add on a couple of extra cruises uh, in that. And maybe even start promoting some of your key personnel that are specialised in cruise. Um, and ask them you know, if your clients have any questions to, to give that particular person a call, so then they can answer all their questions questions for you. So yeah, you don't you don't need huge budgets, you can just add in some extra extra cruise marketing uh, quite easily, and then uh, I think the clients will be surprised that say, Oh, didn't they did cruise? That's great. You know, you a call.
0: Yeah, no, there's some great ideas there. So finally, Scott, what would some of your top tips be for agents looking to replicate your own success? You know, what, what would you advise to get them started?
1: Um, definitely choose choose a niche, um, whether it's family, expedition, rivers, you know, ex-UK, polar, whatever it is like that, whatever it is it that you'll have a passion about. So to find a niche, uh, get yourself trained up on it um, clear have some really good uh, training uh, modules uh, the cruise lines themselves have some training modules um, try and get on some ship visits if you can um, uh, clear do some ship visits um, or you can contact the cruise line uh, directly um, but of course once you've got all that all that knowledge um, you do need to entice your customers uh, to book uh, and sometimes it can be a bit of a bit of a daunting task I think okay, I, I know I know my stuff now, but, uh, how can I, how can I get out there? Um, you know, so somebody you know, like, like the cruise strategy company, they can come in and they can help you really find work with your database and find those, find those pockets of, of people, um, that, that, will, that should, should, should be booking, should be booking, uh, booking cruises. Um, so yeah, so, so it'd be focused training, um, and then work a database uh, and, and a new database, you know, you find, work your local area uh, to really find those local clients.
0: Well, that's absolutely fantastic. So, I mean, it's been a real pleasure talking to you, Scott, and you've provided a you know, fascinating insight into your varied career and plenty of inspirational ideas on how to sell cruise. So thank you very much.
1: Thank you. It's been a pleasure. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode, look out for more insightful Cruise Biz chat
0: on your podcast app, or at cruisestrategy.co.uk